Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. We want to give God the praise and thanks that's due to his matchless name today. And I trust that you will hold the fort for the songwriter said, Oh, my Conrad, see the signal waving in the sky. Reinforcement now appearing. Victory is nigh. Hold the fort for I am coming. Jesus signal still. Wave the answer back to heaven. By thy grace, we will. We are coming to the latter part of chapter 6 of Nehemiah and coming to the close of these series from the book of Nehemiah in regards to the walk that God had called him to do and the walk that he called us to do. Once are completed, you would think that, that the enemy stopped fighting, but the struggle continues. This time, it is coming from within again. I said to you that uh, winning the war may be possible, but when we win the war, we must make sure that we don't lose the victory. I said to you, don't doubt the saying, blood is thicker than water. And that's what I'm trying to prove to you. Blood is thicker than water. In chapter 6 of Nehemiah, we find that there were some people connected by blood. Who were they? This man, Tobiah, he was related to some folks that were working with Nehemiah. He was related to them in two ways. One was his father-in-law and his daughter-in-law was the daughter of one that worked for him. So his son was married to one and he was married to one of them. So I close last morning by sharing with you Genesis chapter 49 and verse number 10. We have in a tribe had a stake in the future of the city of David. It was the tribe of Judah. Let's move on quickly. For nobles to cooperate with Tobiah, they were resisting the Lord. They would be disobeying the word and they were also jeopardizing their future. Resisting the Lord, disobeying the word and jeopardizing their future. They were writing Tobiah letters informing him of what was going on. Tobiah wrote them letters. These letters, no doubt, influenced their thinking. Many of them, instead of seeking the truth, believed the lie of the enemy. Tobiah, no doubt, flattered them and made promises to them. The family connection meant more to them than their godly connection. They were turning their backs on their own brothers and sisters and their own God. You see, if one turned his or her back on God, it is very easy to turn one's back on a brother or a sister. The bonds of human connection, they were stronger than the bonds of spiritual affection. Tobiah was connected through marriage bonds. The nobles of Judah gave their loyalty to him, what they should have given to God. In chapter 6, verse 18, the scripture says, 
for there were many in Judah sworn unto him because he was son-in-law of Shechaniah, the son of Aaron. And his son Johanna had taken the daughter of Mishalom and the son of Berechiah. Notice, the men of Judah forgot that they were married to Jehovah God and owned him as their love. I say today, we should never put family before God. For in Matthew chapter number 10, verse 37, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Some people look at me and they would figure, but you're crazy, pastor. How could you say that? I said it and it's true because the Bible said that we should never put family ahead of God. As Christians, the blood and bond that unites us to Christ is the strongest bond of all. And our loyalty to him must come first. So there is something else that I've noticed, and that is, don't believe everything you hear. For this was one of the problems that they were faced with. In verse number 19 of the text, the Bible said, Also they reported his good deeds before me, and uttered my words to him, and Tobiah sent letters to put me in fear. Notice what they were doing? They were coming and they were speaking of what a great man he was. I guess they were just saying that to put down Nehemiah. But they were also going back and telling him things about Nehemiah. Bear in mind, Sambalat and Tobiah had it in mind to scare off Nehemiah. And no doubt to take over Jerusalem. The nobles probably were securing their place if this would happen and they would take over. So they would tell Nehemiah what a good man Tobiah was and what good things he did. They told Tobiah all that Nehemiah would say. They did exactly opposite to Psalms chapter 1 and verse 1, which says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scoffer. All the letters and threats Tobias sent, Nehemiah ignored, and he finished the work of God. But what I have noticed about this story is that the story in chapter 2 and verse number 4, which says, Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make requests? So I pray to God of heaven. It started with prayer. Nehemiah started with prayer. Then we read, So I came to Jerusalem in verse number 11, and I was there three days. What he was doing? No doubt he was praying. So they strengthened their hands for the walk in verse number 18 of chapter 2. When we come to chapter 4 and verse number 6, so we build the walls. Hmm. We come to verse number 21, so we labored. And we come to chapter 6 and verse number 15, so we finish the wall. How did he finish? He finished because he started with God. In spite of all the opposition that he faced, after having all the material and everything that he needed, the devil was not pleased. 
but he made sure that he had opposition. But Nehemiah, being the man that he was, always would go to God. Sometimes he would spend days, and sometimes it would be just an express prayer. He would go to God because Nehemiah knew that he was not building no walls for himself. He was building this wall for the glory of God. And he finished the walk in record time. And the enemies lost every time they tried to stop the walk because it was all about God. These days, I encourage people that what we do should be about Jesus. Because if we set out to glorify God, he will always show up. And when he shows up, great things will happen. So I encourage you, brethren, let's get back to the walk. Let's do our best. Yes, there will be challenges. Yes, there will be tough times. Yes, there will be things that we have to stop and pay attention to. But don't let that deter us. Let's complete the work that we started, that God has called us to do. May each and every one of you be blessed as you listen or as you have listened to these devotions. Our Father, blessings and honor come from you. I ask that you'll pass it on to your people as we continue your walk. Use us to encourage each other and use others to encourage us. Have your way now. We love you, praise you, and thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing with others and for blessing the lives of others. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. We'll pick up another series next morning. Have a great day. Don't forget, share now.